The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. Hey everybody, Cyber Monday right here on the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. I'm Nui Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by two former Dallas Cowboy football players, Danny McRae and Barry Church. And let us just get right to it. Church, come on, get this whooping now. Come on, get this whooping, Church. Come on, get this whooping, okay? 41-16, Church. Now, we all we all went with, with your church, okay? We followed, Danny and I followed you, okay? We followed you with the pics here. We followed you. And what did you lead us to, church? You told us to drink the Kool-Aid, church. Where did you lead us to, church? Church. Man. Go ahead. Go, go on now. Floor is yours. Please. Explain. Y'all, I it's y'all day, man. It's y'all day. I, I'm, here to, I'm here to take the licks, man. I'll, I'll explain to y'all what happened after y'all get y'all fun out of the way. Go ahead. I understand y'all. Y'all been waiting for this for a week now, so I'll let y'all get y'all out the way. And, I know. And then I'll explain. Look, I'll explain afterwards. No, no you see, we, we didn't have to wait very long for this, right? You said we, we've been waiting a week. <laughs> Exactly. It took a, a, a total exactly of five a days. It took four days. They won on Sunday, and the church was all up in the Kool-Aid again telling us how we were going to ride high to make this NFC championship and playoff run. And four days later, you talk about a mud hole getting stomped in you? That is, listen, Antonio, Antonio Gibson has owned us for the 2020 season. That dude is going to get paid just based off what he did to us. And it's only his rookie year. I mean, this is a rookie coming in here doing this. And Church got us out here. And, 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 I, and, I'm, and I'm going back on myself because I knew I shouldn't have did it. As I was making my pick, I was like, you know what? I got to pick with Church because I can't allow him to be to beat me two weeks in a row. So I, I, I pick with my emotions and not my real mind when I knew that we weren't going to beat the Redskins. I mean, uh, the football team because of their defense and because of how they ran the ball on us the first week. And I still listen to Nostradamus. Retire your name, please. It's over. I'll see you at Nick and Sam's and the check is on you. <laughs> Nui, do you want to add any, anything to that, Nui? I, I'm going to say back up what McCray said with, with numbers. In two games, Antonio Gibson, who's a running back but was a receiver at Memphis. So this is really, you know, the first time this dude is, is getting behind, you know, offensive line and running as a running back. In two games against the Cowboys, 40 carries, 243 yards, and four touchdowns. Church. This yep. was yep. a this was a winnable football game that the Cowboy coaches, in my opinion, gave away. So I want you to go ahead and explain me the thinking from your man's Bones Fossil and Mike McCarthy about a fake punt in the fourth quarter of a four-point game at your own 24-yard line. Go. <laughs> Well, Kool Aid. First and for, first and foremost, man, I can't I can't excuse what Big Mike did out there. Him and his boy uh, Bones out there, man, they made some mistakes, some crucial mistakes. So I, I can't excuse those guys for that. Um, and I was part of it, you know. I was part of the whole Kool Aid thing. I still I'm still there, you know. It's just a little bitter right now, you know. The, the new batch huh? we had, 
Didn't, the new batch of Kool-Aid we had just didn't have enough sugar in it, so it got kind of bitter on us, man. But and all, all jokes aside, though, man, I, I, can't, I can't excuse what I saw on, uh, on, on Thursday out there. I mean, that was, that was a pure embarrassment. It was worse than the game we saw in Washington that they played up there earlier this year in Week 7. Um, you guys are right, man. Gibson, he, he's a man back there. He is a beast. He is a full-grown man back there, and we wanted no parts of him, especially when he got to the second level. You could see, guys, they were just throwing arms out there, just trying to just trying to, to show effort out there. He, he was running through all of us. And so, overall, man, yeah, you know, the Cowboys, they, they took an L Thursday. They took an L. But, but. Don't think we're out of this race yet. We are still <laughs> there. We're still or two. We need some help now. Before it was it was up to us. Before it was we Church. had our own destiny in our hands. We need some help now. Look, I know y'all ain't believing in New York. They just lost Danny Downs for I don't know how long. Washington. He got a hamstring injury. Not going nowhere. We need some. Going we nowhere. need somebody to beat him. All right. We need somebody to beat him. The, the 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 disaster in Philadelphia. Come on, that's almost as bad as we looked on Thursday. So look, overall, we no. still got a shot. We just need some help. So I'm still drinking the Kool-Aid. I made a fresh batch downstairs. I added a little bit more sugar. But, I mean, we're going to break down the whole Washington game well, a little bit later. But right now, just let y'all know, I'm still on the sugar. I'm still on the Kool-Aid. Well, it just needed a little bit more well, sugar. Listen, church, well, li- listen, church. Listen, church. Listen. Listen. I would look at you differently if you hopped off the train this late. So I'm glad you're sticking with it, even though you know that it's a sinking ship. All right, but listen, I, this is what I want to know personally from you, all right, because on previous mm-hmm. episodes of the Players' Lounge, you explained how you and Mike, y'all had a meeting and y'all talked about yep. stuff that was going to be changed and this and that. Mm-hmm. I want to know, like, mm-hmm. so did he listen to you? Did y'all come up with this? Was this some of your ideas that he threw in there nah, and mixed in the I'm, game? I'm going like, to tell y'all well, what So what happened? happened? I'm going to tell y'all what happened. Kellen got in his ear. See, look, that's exactly what happened, man. It was, me and Mike had an understanding going on. We were going to get through this, this stretch of games with primarily running the ball and hoping, hoping our defense steps it up. But somebody got in his ear. I'm thinking it's Kellen. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking that's who got in his ear because some of those fourth down calls, I mean, we're going to break it down a little bit later in the, in the show, but some of those fourth down calls were just. No, no, go ahead. Break it down. Go ahead. Break it down. Go ahead. Which one, which one do y'all want to break down first? Y'all want to break down. Fourth and inches, please. Fourth 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 and and inches. inches. Fourth and inches. This is what this boggles me about this this Cowboys coaching staff and just this Cowboys team in general. You paid a guy $90 million. He's in your backfield. $90 million. He probably weighs around 230. If he just falls forward, he would get the first down. I'm talking about this is inches. This is less than an index finger or a pointer finger worth to get the first down. And we decide to throw a six-yard comeback? To C.D. Lamb, not a not a quick slant, <laughs> not a 50-50 ball to where you might get an offense or a defensive pass interference, nothing like that. We decided to throw a comeback to where if the DBs beat off the line of scrimmage, the receiver has to come back through the DB to get a catch. And let alone, this is fourth and inches. This ain't fourth and five, fourth and four, fourth and three. This is fourth and inches, and we decide to do that. Um, it's mind-boggling, man. It's mind-boggling, so, and I just got to know... Who, who said it was okay? That's the only thing I want to know. Who was like, you know what, coach? This is a solid no. call right here. You got this. Who? who that's all listen, I need to know. This, this what I want to know. Listen, if, even if, first of all, we know it made no sense for you not to give the ball to Zeke or do a simple quarterback sneak on fourth and inches, all right? But if you are going to go opposite of of doing what the traditional way of getting fourth and inches says, who was the hot receiver in the game? Who is making $100 million? 
Why in God's name would you decide to throw it out there to C.D. Lamb when I write like everything that you threw at Amari Cooper this game was a W? And you telling me that you switch him out and you throw the ball to C.D. Lamb on this big of a play? It don't don't make no sense. (laughs) It goes to show you it goes to show you who the Cowboys think is their true number one receiver. Whether it be right or wrong, it goes to show you that they think in their eyes, C.D. Lamb is that guy and he's the guy that you need to go to and clutch down. I think it's dead wrong. I think you're right about Amari Cooper. They should have fed him. They've been feeding him the ball all game and he's been producing. But for them to go to that moment, I, it's mind-boggling, man. It is mind-boggling. Uh, they, they forgot about my man in the second half. They, they, let's not go the whole game. We're going to talk about that, too, because I'm sitting here like, hold on. You telling me Omari Cooper is doing all this, keeping us in the game? Even if, even if he's not catching it, he getting pass interferences, getting you in the red zone, getting you in position to score, and then all of a sudden you go disappear on the dude, and I don't see him being featured in the game at all in the second half? When I'm In my mind, I'm like, Throw it to him. It's the only it's the only thing that you got this winning. Just continue to throw it to him. And we don't do it. It, do, it makes no sense to me. Keller Moore got his own way this week and, and just crushed it like he's been doing in previous games. Get 19 the ball. I don't I don't understand why. And only this, good things happen is, when you get this dude the ball. And this is exactly what's been going on in the Cowboys the past couple years. I mean, just inconsistent. You know, one game we'll, we'll, we'll praise Kellen. We'll say, man, what a, what a game. Did you see how he kept that defense off balance? And he mixed in the run in the past. He's done such an incredible job. And then it comes to this game, and we're like, yo, what? Fourth and inches, you want to throw the ball on a comeback? And he knows he was dead wrong if he's the one that's calling these calls. He knows he was dead wrong because later on, there was a fourth and one, and they decided to sneak the ball with Andy Dalton. So... For me, overall, I mean, it's just it's just head scratching. It just sums up, you know, the Cowboys team these past couple years, just up and down, inconsistent. I go back to what I said before. This was a winnable football game. You look at the line for Alex Smith as a quarterback, okay? Alex Smith, 19 to 26, 149 yards, one interception, and one touchdown. Kellen Moore, when I look at the play calls here, Dallas had 57 offensive plays, 35 passes, 18 runs. Scott Turner, the offensive coordinator for Washington, had 66 plays, had 27 passes versus 36 runs, and they kept the ball for 36 minutes. Washington wasn't taking Terry McLaurin and beating you down the field with him. I know. He was on my fantasy team. He never broke anything for a big, long touchdown like he did before. They nickled and dimed you with the run and then passes to the running back and the tight end. I mean, this this was as winnable a football game as you'll ever see. And the Cowboy coaches gave it away. 21 points for Washington in the fourth quarter. Of those three touchdown drives, they were there were two of them that were a grand total of one play. It was the Antonio Gibson um, 23-yard uh, touchdown run after the fake punt that made it 23-16. And then um, after it was uh, 34-16, it was the uh, interception by Sweat that he returned. That was one play drive, 41-16. I mean, this, this was terrible. I mean, this was just absolutely terrible. And, Barry, I've lost faith, okay? I've lost faith in, in, in the 2020 season because this was you giving it away okay you You, gave this to washington you gave it away you said we don't want it this is absolutely so hard to watch i felt bad for those cowboy fans who paid their good money and took their thanksgiving day to go out there and watch decisions (laughs) made like this i feel bad for those folks when when did you lose faith you just lost faith on thursday 
You know, you had him going three, the, three. You had him going three and three and thirteen. <laughs> you just, the, you just you lost, know lost faith on Thursday. You know that. You know that. That that. You know what you said they had a slim. You know, slim shot. Like I'm looking at listening to Barry and li- listening to my guy with Channel Five, Pat Doney, like. Well, you know, it could. And then I listened to another friend of mine, a Hall of Fame writer. He's like, they're going to win this division just based on everything around. I'm like, okay, okay. And then I saw this. Then I just saw, I said, man, no, nah, man, no. Nah. Let me just stop. Let me get well, back to what I was doing. Let's look at the draft. Let's try to see if we can get it for that it top five. It was a bad matchup. No, let, no, let, let me say no. That was all yeah. a this bad matchup all around. This, this, yeah. is, bad this, is, what, this all, is what bro. Church saw. This, this is what Church saw that, that made him believe this, that things were going to change. Pittsburgh comes in here on a trap game and, and, and they play down to our level and we get somehow close to beating them and church is like, oh yeah, this is the time. The Vikings come in here and they had just won three three straight, but they had been absolutely horrible before then. So and it's still with Kirk Cousins and them, so they weren't just you know all American team. And we beat them. And church is like, oh, they rolling. We beat somebody with, with a losing record. And all right, this is a competitive team. So now it's going to ch- change the channel for us. We're going to win. And then Washington came out here and said, remember what we did to you last month? Hold my beer. <laughs> oh, with hold my beer. We're going to show That'll you how to do, do this with our third string what quarterback. With our, our third quarterback. And Nui, and Nui, you said, and you pointed it out like perfectly. Not because Alex Smith wasn't throwing the ball down the field. I'm taking these passes, those dinking dunks. If you think about the game plan that Washington came up with, it was take advantage of our linebackers. And they did that the entire game. They took advantage of our front seven. They put their running backs out in the flat. They put the tight ends out there. And they ran the ball around the corner and up the middle. Our secondary didn't have to do much except uh, make the tackles once they got to the second level because they went out there and they said, we are going to get our guys matched up on on uh, on your linebackers Run up the uh, run up the middle, get your front seven, and we're gonna do it until you stop us. And we couldn't do it, and, and we couldn't we couldn't tackle at all. It's, and that's what the thing was with this team, man. And it, it bothers me with this defense. It's the long downs. It's the second and twenties that, for some reason, I don't know what it is. But we'll always leave, you know, a guy in the flat wide open. He catches it and you think, all right, everybody's just going to rally up and we'll tackle him for a five yard game, make it third and 15, whatever. But for some reason, we just can't do. We just can't open field tackle. And this these second and 20s automatically turn into third and fives and they're manageable third downs. And we continually see this each and every game when we know if we can just get them to that third and long, we can have a chance to get off the field. It just happens each and every game, and it was just another case in Washington. They were able to convert those second and longs to make third and manageables, keep the drive going, and once we got in the red zone, our defense just wasn't having it. Gentlemen, here is one, to, in my opinion, the big problem I saw in this game. Here's Washington that came in with a conservative game plan. It just gave you the numbers. They're, it was conservative because they simply said this. We're going to wait on them to make a mistake. We know they're going to turn the ball over. They turn the ball over every game. And what happened? You got two turnovers in the football mm. game. And, you know, and, and if you, and to me, the fake punt was really another turnover. That's three turnovers in the game. You made it four, easy. Four, no. You made the, it easy. The, the, uh, the fourth inches is a turnover yes. on downs. Yeah. Yes. So, so yes. You, you made it easy. It was just as simple as, hey, man, we're not, we don't have to do much. We're just going to play defense and wait for them to mess up. And that's what happened. And that's where I would not say I've lost faith. You, I'm sorry. Eleven games in, and this is what this is what's being displayed. You know how tough I was on. You know how tough I was on <laughs> Jason Garrett. 
You know it, man. You know it. It's yep. it's worse now. This staff is worse than what we saw last year, man. You don't oh, run yeah. a fake punt like that on Madden. You don't do that on your own Madden game, man. <laughs> like, what are you and to doing? be on your side of the fifty yard line was just it, it was just at, the tw- at your twenty four. Not on just your, uh, your your twenty four. Your twenty four. And, and this dude mm, running mm, ten yards. Mm. You got you got old Cedric Wilson running ten yards. Like what? Are you, where are you going? Where, where my, are you going? It's like, man, I, and church call and church call Big Mike because he over here talking about it was a good call. I'm like, listen, I know you oh. got to back your guys up, but please, yeah, I can't, come on, man. Yeah, I can't. Not on that one. Not on that one, man. Not only was it fourth and right. ten, but they ran a a double reverse. To, I mean, the guy Pass. had to run 15 yards just to get to the line of scrimmage. I, I, you might as well it was, say, a reverse pass, bro. for that. It was basically going to be uh, 25 yards for the for how far back he was, where he needed to get to, like 25 yards. I mean, it's just ridiculous, man. It's absolutely ridiculous. No, okay, it, let us. We got to take a time out here, okay? We got to take our first break. All right, when we come back, we got a litany of things we've got to get into here. We got to get into Ezekiel Elliott. We got to get into the offensive line. Um, that that Tyson fight. We got to get that. And, and of course, Nostradamus <laughs> got to make his Monday night predictions right here on the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With tight cleaners at home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. Seeky. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears. Okay, let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. To the Players Lounge. All right, Cowboy fans, Black Friday kicks off at the Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop with 40% off new gear. The Pro Shop has a huge selection of cold weather gear and the hottest holiday gifts. Tis the season for football and holiday fun. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or shop.dallascowboys.com to shop all 
of the holiday savings. It is Cyber Monday, by the way. You are in the Players' Lounge. We are in our SWBC Mortgage Virtual Home Studios. I'm Louis Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by two former Dallas Cowboy players, Barry Church and Danny McRae. Church believes uh, before last game that the Cowboys were going to go ahead and win the division and that he was Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on, dude. Hold on, dude. Hold on. Wait a second. No, no, I'm still on the boat. You talk about I believed, like it was past tense. Now we still got a chance. Don't don't get it oh. twisted. We still no, no. got a chance. Are we? This NFC. No, no, no. All right. You said we are. You said we are going to win. Now as we have a chance, so you backing off a little bit, just a little <laughs> oh, bit. Yeah, I told y'all. I told y'all the, the Kool Aid was a little bitter, and now instead of having our you know our destiny in our own hands, we we need some help. So I mean, we, <laughs> destiny in our own hands. <laughs> yeah, we still got a chance though. All right. <laughs> all over there writing us off like that. I told you, look, you know what? If, if Double G was there, if Double G was there, man, who knows what would have happened. But, you know, they don't pay right. to make those decisions, six, man. Right. Six, six, they would have put 60 on us if Double G was in there. Nah, nah. You already know what Double G brings to the, to the table, so he wouldn't have been with all that. But that's a story for another day. You know, that's all that is. So, okay. so who, look, who looked worse last week? The Cowboys? The Lions? Or the Bears last night. I gotta go. To, I gotta go to Lions on this one, man. I, I, I mean, like it, their whole organization has been pathetic these past couple of years. Ever since they brought in uh, Matt Patricia to come down there and be their coach, because I guess they said Caldwell wasn't winning enough games, even though he went nine and seven and went to the playoffs twice. Something that Patricia has yet to do in his tenure there. So for me, you know, the, the Detroit just looks pathetic. They don't know what to do. As an organization, especially, and it starts at the top with their head coach. So for me, they, they just look like a pathetic organization all around. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Detroit. I think it's I think it's pretty clear, Nui, that you didn't bring up Denver because they actually played better than I thought they were gonna play. So they weren't even the worst team to play this uh, this weekend. Yeah, I'm giving no, it to were. Detroit, but we're we're very very a very very close second as far as <laughs> oh, as, don't as you far, do. and, and that's <laughs> hey, listen. And that's and that's only that's only because Matt Patricia has been sticking up the joint for years, and this is just eleven games in for this season. Believe me, we can catch up at this rate. We'll, we'll catch up fairly quickly. The disrespect on this show is at an all time high. So, y'all, y'all trying to so say wait, we, we as bad as the? Oh my goodness! Mm. Oh, wait, you, Church, what was okay. the score to the game? What, did, mm, were we close mm. to beating Washington? I mean, it was twenty to sixteen until you no, know, no. What was the final the, score, bro? No, no. To, to throw the game. But, no. Yeah, what was the? What was? Oh, here you go. Here you go. Yeah, boys, all right. boys out here shaving points, man. Boys out here he, shaving he wanna, points, man. He, he want to recount, Nui. Yeah, he want to recount out here, bro. I, I don't know what you got so, going on. Yeah, see, for me, I look at Matt Nagy, who first-time head coach with a quarterback that we knew when Mitchell Trubisky was walking out there for Sunday Night Football, it was going to be a bad night. And he was as bad as we thought he would be. Matt Patricia's been bad, first-time head coach. But I was the guy who was saying, once Mike McCarthy got hired, you got a Super Bowl-winning coach in town that we're going to see smart decisions made. We're going to see things done correctly. That he spent all his time in his barn in the winter with his coaching staff, that he was going to be ready to go. I was the dude (laughs) drinking all the Kool-Aid, singing this man's praises. And what do I watch? What is America? America watched. America laughing at the mm. Cowboys on Twitter. I got friends who are like, man, I can't even wear my Cowboy stuff here at Thanksgiving dinner because I'm getting clowned. And you know what? Clown rightfully so. Let's run a fake punt. 
Wait, wait, wait a minute. Mm. Again? Mm. I mean, it's not like you just, hey, we about to fool you because we hadn't done it all year. They were sitting here waiting on it. Like, oh, gosh. And I'm watching Antonio listen, Gibson. Listen. I'm like, Antonio Gibson ain't Jim Brown, but he's showing up looking like Jim Brown. I'm like, again? And then, Danny, when's the last time Washington swept the Cowboys? Like 2012. It's like, this doesn't no, happen. No, no, listen. It doesn't happen. This is, this is new. This is new. They, they can't even remember. I, I Listen, I, I want to know. I need to know you guys' votes. On because th- this has been going on for, for a while now. Is yes. Fossil asking or letting McCarthy know that he's about to run these punts, or is he catching this dude by surprise? Is McCarthy out there looking oh, like we about to man. punt, and then all of a sudden, you know, he has no idea what's going on? Because in my mind, in my mind, like you said, Louie, the credentials for Mike McCarthy, I just don't believe that they would allow him to make the decision to run that type of punt that he had to watch during the week, had to watch them practice on it and say, at the 24-yard line, this is the time when we want to run a reverse with a possible pass for a first down. <laughs> like, I, I, it's, to, it's, to it's, it's, no, it's no way. It's no way. To the punter. To the punter who's been here yes. three weeks. This guy. This so, guy. So, so, uh, so tell me, Church, church is, is, Fossil, is yeah. Fossil letting McCarthy know or is he catching him off guard? Man, I'm gonna be honest with you on this one, man. He's catching him off guard, man. This ain't got nope. nothing to do with Big Mike. Nope. All right, this ain't got nothing nope. to do with Big Mike. Bones is over there making. You can see once the play was nope. snapped and it didn't go the way Bones thought it was gonna go. He started to panic and he's looking around. He got his mask like this. Oh man, what in the heck that happened? Oh, hey Mike, I'm sorry, Mike. I told him to do this. They didn't do that. It wasn't the look. I can already see the body language. Man, this is all on bones. I can't let Big Mike go out like that. This is a Super Bowl winning <laughs> coach. He wouldn't make those type of decisions on his own 20. He thought it was a regular Bro, who punt. Can- and he was giving a thumbs up to Bones like, hey, this is a regular punt, right? And you know, Bones over there like, ha, ha, little do you know, my friend. And then what no, happened? No, no, it no, was no, some no. bull job. He, 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 it was a bull job. You heard the press conference afterwards? He set up the, yeah, yeah, we thought it was good. And he was about, you know, you got to be aggressive. You know, you can't, you got to try. I mean, he defended it and was getting a little salty with the media, too. So he was defending it um, after the game with the media. And then he defended it today on his uh, 105.3 The Fan Radio Show with, with uh, Sean Sharif and RJ Choppy. So he defended it and defended what we're saying. You know what, man? <laughs> no. Church. Nah, he's a team so, player. So, so, he's a so, team so. player. He ain't want to throw bones under the, under the bus like that. He's a team player. But believe me, behind closed doors, he was letting bones have it. Like you can't make a decision like that. I, I don't know why he's oh, making just, that. Just the this week, the play calls yet. I don't understand. Hold that. on, you know, but you know, hold on, church. It's up to, it's up church, to what, Mike on that one. What you saying ain't making no sense, all right? Because <laughs> no, like we no said, this, this this ain't this ain't the first time that a fake punt has not worked, all right? So you telling me after the first one, Mike McCarthy didn't say something to him? You telling me all of a sudden this dude just keep on disrespecting McCarthy like that? Like, yeah, I'm running it whenever well, I run and run it. There's some, there's some disrespectful people in this world, man. I'm just, hey, I don't know, I don't know what's going on on that sideline, but it ain't got nothing to do with Big Mike, man. I ain't putting and, and Big there like that. And Nui, this is what we're going to do for you, Nui, because we, I, we're we finally going to start getting you to stop saying, you too, Church, because you just said it. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. And <laughs> what does that mean? If you look at, <laughs> you if you look the, at the history, doubt. no, if you look at the history of Mike McCarthy, he, he won one Super Bowl. Many on the outside looking in would say he should have won multiple. All right. So you can look at this two ways. All right? You can look at this two ways. Just because you won a Super Bowl does not uh, absolve you from, from making dumb coaching decisions. And he's been doing it all year. 
And he also <laughs> he also did the, the Packers let him go. I mean, so let, let's stop acting like this is like this was a guy who was like this all all star just sitting on the sideline. He was out of work for a year. Like nobody picked him up. So so he he can make these mistakes. Winning the Super Bowl does not mean that you won't make no dumb culture mistakes, and he's showing us why. Peterson but is I also know. doing the same thing up there in uh in Philly. He won the Super Bowl, and <laughs> look at him. And who cares? We talking about this year? Yes. Fin- finish this here from the standpoint. Not only did Green Bay let him go, Green Bay let him go. Brought in a dude who was a first time head coach. They got better. <laughs> they got better. Okay. So, so I don't want to hear that. Rodgers. They got and, and Aaron Rodgers. They, they had Aaron Rodgers. They ain't got. They don't got a Hall of Fame quarterback right there. Let, let's not. Mike McCarthy him. had him. He came in and turned it all on himself. Nah. Mike McCarthy had him though. All jokes aside, McCarthy <laughs> that play caller was downright terrible. Like I can't even. I can't absolve my guy. I can't give him an excuse. I gotta quit bull crapping around. Like look, Thank that was a terrible you. call. Right. Boom. Thank you. Thank I don't know what. I don't know what they were thinking together. They were. They were tripping on that one. But let the. But hold on. But back to this Green Bay thing. He got Aaron Rodgers out there. That, let's not let's not act like he's just going out there with, with Andy Dalton or something like that. So I don't know about all that in Green Bay. So what? Why was so <laughs> if he had Aaron? Based on what you said, he had Aaron Rodgers. So why was That's his yeah. tenure at the end? Why was his tenure at the end so bad? And then you get a new dude, first time head coach who comes in here and they go thirteen and three. So and get to the NFC. Wasn't he hurt game. though? So, so wasn't Aaron Rodgers hurt that last year? McCarthy was there. And they was out there with Brent Huntley. He did have some injuries one year with with, with Huntley and and, and I think that was his he last some year. Injuries. No, it was two years before that. It was two years before I had. I, that was the year. I, I, dumb, that was the year. Dumb, dumb here took Aaron Rodgers in the fantasy league. So, you know, you always remember them bad fantasy league teams. Like, oh my gosh, this dude is hurt again. And I watched Brett Hundley, who's a capper. I'm like, oh, now there's no chance with this guy out there. So, no, no, it was two years before the end. Okay, so, so I got that part of it right. Um, I, I, I want to make sure we dive into this before we get too far in the pot. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott had 10 carries in the football game. And I'm watching Antonio Gibson get 20 on the other side. 10 carries, 32 yards. And, oh, by the way, he had another fumble. And, and I, I feel bad for Skip Pete because Skip Pete might get fired because this dude's been dropping the ball like crazy. <laughs> Why will they not commit to this running back that they're paying $15 million a year to? Uh, that's a tough question. And overall, I mean, I'm going to ask y'all one. Do, do you think he deserves more carries? I mean, let, let's not. I mean, he's not really out there just lighting it on fire every time he touches the ball. It's more like two or three yards in a cloud of dust. And he's no, having no, a fumble no. problem. He, he had Listen. five fumbles this year. He's had five his total total career before this. So, I mean, I, but, I agree with that. I think he should get the ball. But, I mean, look, he ain't really performing that great now when he does not now listen, Church. He he was not getting the carries that we thought that he deserved before he started fumbling. All right, so th- th- this is running across the entire team. I'm not gonna put it just on the Zeke des- deserve more carries because I believe he does. So now because he fumbled five times previously, he went out there and the dude fumbled the ball. All right, it, it happened. This is you still had oh, time. For no. <laughs> listen, listen. You you still so you just abandoned the running game because he fumbled. With your no, with I'm your second you abandon it, I'm, I'm saying he, he went out there and fumbled. You you, you still got to give him the ball. He's, he got two running backs out there that's active. You still got to run them. He's gonna run them ten times, but it's not just Zeke. 
It is also Amari Cooper. So I'm not putting this on the fact that they think that Zeke, since Zeke fumbling, that's the reason he's not getting the ball because Amari Cooper ain't did nothing not to deserve the ball. And he ain't getting it either. So to me, it's in the play calling. It's maybe you're trying to be too creative. Maybe you got too many weapons out there. You're trying to be too cute, running double reverses. The double reverses now trans the trickle down from our offense down to the punt team. It, it, like Kellen Moore, look, he obviously has too much influence on anything that has to do with, with trying to get a first down. Zeke should get more carries, fumble it or not, because right now the, the truth of the fact is we are three and eight. All right, it, 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 you really can't get much worse. Get a man the ball, let him earn his 90. Give Amari Cooper he's the ball, let him earn his 100. He's also a big reason why we're 3-8, and eight, though. It ain't like, you know, he's nope. just, like, it's all, he's, he got a part in this, too, now. But, but what else you going to do, though? I go, go back ahead, to what no, we talked about before here. What's, what is going to be your best opp- opportunity to win games? It's going to be trying to run the football and keeping your defense off the field. You got a better shot of winning these games with 21 and trying to feature 21 and 20 than you do trying to sit up here and drop back and keep on chunking the ball. You threw the ball about 35 times. 35 times, man. Now, go back to what we saw with Alex Smith. They, they weren't asking this dude to win the game. And you know what? They was just fine by it. I mean, Alex Smith, 19 and 26, 149 yards. You got two teams who basically were the same. Two teams that were struggling. And one team decided we'll be conservative and we'll wait for these other dudes over here to make some mistakes. And the Cowboys, the more they throw, they make they make mistakes. And, yes, Zeke fumbled now, okay? He fumbled. At some point in time, if you want to sit him down, if you want to give him some carries, fine. But I'm telling you, you got to have to sit around here, in my opinion, and try to run the football. Ten carries for a $15 million a year back, that is just crazy. That is just absolutely crazy. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't go with it, man. Can't, can't co-sign. You're right. Look, I, can't do it. Look, I, I agree. I agree with y'all saying that he needs to, to get the ball more. It's just I think it's the comes down. We need a more creative way of getting him the ball. Just handing him, just turning him around and handing him the ball ten times. I don't think that's going to work. Screen? The line. Hello? A screen? Free. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, give him some that. screens. Give him some bubble screens. Give him some dump offs in the flat, some check downs. Let him do something that way. Uh, but just turning around and just handing him the ball, I, just, I think the days of that – uh, are, are just not going to help us right now. I think we got to find more creative Cleveland? ways of getting in the ball. Look at what, but look, look what Cleveland does, man. Mm-hmm. Cleveland came in here and showed you the way. They used three different running backs for 300, 307 yards. I mean, they, but we're not Cleveland. As, as, bad as, as, as bad as that sounds, we're not Cleveland this year. We're not, I mean, we're, we're not even close to look what they're going to do in the run game. Look at what Minnesota <laughs> did to Dalvin Cook. <laughs> those are two beastly running backs that, that Zeke has just not been able to be this year. Off the line if, or whatever if, you want to call it, he just hasn't been able to do it. If if Kellen Moore mixed in Zeke with just like he did in the first half and gave him a few more carries, we would be totally fine with that because the the game had opened up. You had Coop going down the field. You still had to respect Gallup. You still had CD Lamb coming on jet sweeps. They had to respect all, every every uh, op, uh, offensive weapon on your team. They had to respect. Once you cut that down and you stop doing that, yeah, of course, Zeke is going to have a problem, right? Because at first, when you come in there, you're like, all right, we're going to stack the box. And then you come out there and you make him respect you by having to cover Amari Cooper down the field. Now you got seven in the box. Now it's time for Zeke to get in there and run. And then when you go away from that, now it's eight back in the box. And you said, knew he threw the ball 35 times. Amari Cooper had eight targets. Absolutely not acceptable. <laughs> and then and, and yeah, Zeke has 10 carries. That's 18 snaps. 
focusing on those two most important players on your team out of what 57 you said we had it don't, that don't make no sense 57 57 right. snaps right. you got Amari Cooper got eight eight targets and Zeke got 10 carries no there's it, it, no excuse for that all right let's take a break here when we come back um I found something very remarkable about the life Marcus Paul led We'll do that, and we'll predict the Monday Night Football game right here at Players' Lounge on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With tight cleaners at home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Back to the Players' Lounge. Hey, don't miss the virtual Christmas extravaganza presented by Albertsons and Tom Thumb. The most electrifying holiday show of the season can be watched on Dallas Cowboys, Facebook and Twitter on December 11th and 24th at um, 6 Central. On demand at DallasCowboys.com slash Christmas. All right, you are in the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. and Louis Scruggs, long-time Cowboys reporter, joined by two former Dallas Cowboys football players, Danny McCray and Barry Church, and a guy that you all knew very well, Marcus Paul, Cowboys strength and conditioning coach who passed away last week. His daughter put on social media, and this to me is the most remarkable thing about this man's life, and there were a lot of remarkable things in a, a man who helped win five Super Bowl championships. He was a organ donor and saved four lives. Wow. That is amazing to me. That big is truly wow. amazing. Yes. Wow. And I, I'm an organ donor myself. It's something you can do on your driver's license. Just check that card. But um, in, as, as he was taken from the world far too soon at 54 years old, he gave four other people during Thanksgiving holiday an opportunity to live. And that, to me, is a remarkable thing about Marcus Paul. I, I just wanted to mention that and said I know you guys knew him very well. Um, but 
that that to me was simply amazing, and I did not want our show to pass and not recognize what Marcus Paul did in being an organ donor. It, it just goes to show you how you know amazing of a man he was. Even after death, he was still giving. I mean, and, and, and in his life, he was giving out to many players. I mean, each and every year, teaching them how to be better men. And I mean, like you said, he was gone far too soon, but like he, he's even given in death, man. It's amazing. Yeah, a, a amazing guy, and, and, and very, very special that he could still be a blessing to others, you know, and give them, give them a second shot at life. So, I mean, you know, not much more to be said, but we'll miss him for sure. Amen to that. All right, uh, we have Monday Night Football. The seven and three Seattle Seahawks take on the three six and one Philadelphia Eagles. Nostradamus, I will start with you. What is your prediction for this one? Short and sweet. Seattle twenty four, Philly ten. <laughs> Just short, short and sweet, huh? That's it. That's short all you got. And sweet, man. That's all I got right now, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all done battered me and bruised me down to. To just giving one sentence uh, answers nowadays. Man. Yeah, I, I'm going. I'm going. Wait, wait. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna throw this in there too. Shout out to Randy Gregory, by the way, who, who we didn't get to get to highlight. Who I thought, who I thought played a, a very good game. And uh, I'm going 35-17, and I'm going with the Seahawks. <laughs> mm, sound like you wanted to go Philly there? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I need Miles Sanders to have a big game. But other than that, no, I don't need nothing from Philly. I don't need Miles Sanders to have a big game here. Um, so, look, um, Philadelphia is struggling and talking about rolling out a Jalen Hurts package. Um, yeah, I, I don't like what I'm, what I'm hearing here. But Seattle's defense isn't very good. So, give me a 33-14 to 14 Seattle win. In this one, I think the defense may end up, uh, you know, getting getting some points out of this tonight here. So, um, let me ask you. A, a, let me ask you a quick one, real quick, Newly and Danny. Do y'all think Carson Wentz survives after this year being the Philadelphia quarterback? Yes. Okay. Danny. Money, the money. Yes, yes, I do. I mean, well, I, I don't think they're going to Jalen Hurts. Um, they're they going to stick this one out. You know, I think they're going to blame it on some stuff just like the re- other teams are struggling. COVID, no offseason, no weapons. They're going to they gonna ride that, and then they're going to try to go into next season and say that this is the year that we're going to be better. But we've been waiting on Carson Wentz to be that guy for a long time, so I don't see it happening. You know how these GMs, GMs work. These guys don't ever want to admit they made mistakes here, so they try to ride them out as long as they can. So they'll ride out with Carson Wentz. They've given him a big deal. You look at Chicago. Dude, now they're sitting out here still trying to roll out Mitchell Trubisky instead of just admitting, you know, we made a mistake and move on. Uh, Los Angeles has made a mistake. Jared Goff is not a franchise guy. You saw yesterday where this guy is out here looking around and just scared. Uh, he's just not that guy. But they've given him the money, so they're going to go ahead and go forth with, uh, with, with, with that. That's just how this, this league works. All right, now I did not pay for that Mike Tyson fight. I didn't pay for it, but you I missed out, big dog. I, I, that I, uh, I don't think I missed that on the on the Tyson fight end of it with he and Roy Jones. But boy, <laughs> I sure wish I could have seen that whole Nate Robinson thing. Boy, that was <laughs> woo wee. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to talk to your friends after that. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to pick up the phone when somebody call you because you don't know they're really finna call to make fun of you or, or check and see if you're really all right. And what really did make it, the best part of the show was my, my man Snoop Dogg out there doing the commentary. But it, 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 
listen, he put the spotlight on Nate getting knocked out a little bit more than he, than he probably should have. But it, listen, it was all entertainment. It was fun. Nate should not be boxing anymore in his entire life. Man, look, for, for $600, $600, ain't no way Nate should have <laughs> took that fight. I mean, there's there's nothing he could gain from this. Because if, if you beat the dude, Jake Paul, everybody's going to say, oh, you should have beat up on him anyways. He's only a YouTube guy. But if you lose... If you if you lose and in the fashion he lost in, you ain't never going to live this down. He can't go outside the house for the next nine months and people are going to straight clown him. He might get tried every time he goes to the mall or goes somewhere <laughs> to pick out shoes, anything. They're going to look at him like, hey, what size shoes you wear? I think them is my size. I mean, everybody is going to try this dude. And to make matters worse, you know, the Internet is undefeated. <laughs> when that man was laying on the ground, knocked out. Like, they took a picture of it, and it's been on memes throughout the whole day. I'm sure his kids can't, his kids are probably getting clowned at school. I mean, it just wasn't worth it. And then for him to go out there and tweet out beforehand, hey, I'm doing this for all my NBA brothers. I'm doing this for the culture. <laughs> and then he went out there and got rocked. I mean, he got Hassan Rockmond out there and went to the turf harder than Twice. I've ever seen anybody fall. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> he should have been bobbing and weaving. Get your hands up, man. I don't know what to tell that man, but he's a whew, man. It's bad for him Church, right now. It's bad. I'm 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 gonna leave, I'm gonna leave you with this one. All right. Uh, <laughs> we 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 as the Cowboys right now are Nate. Our playoff no, chances that, are, are his opponent. <laughs> <laughs> You said you said Nate's to get right if, if you want to fight if you yeah. want to get your credibility back yeah. you got to go after Nate. Huh? Yeah, yeah, we 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 are Nate. Our, our playoff chances, you know, they they knocking us smooth out the water right now, bro. We have no chance. Washington put the stomping on us, and it's gonna take a miracle for it, for us to get to the six wins that you're talking about. So, now nah, I'm, I'm ready to eat. Mm. It's it's as very Tyson. It's very clear. Nate ahead, Robinson no. did not have people around him to tell the truth. He just got some <laughs> yes men. Yeah, man, you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got this, man. You do this. I mean, that's very clear that that they they, they they led this dude into this slaughterhouse, and you need to get you some better friends, man. Some better friends will just simply, hey, man, this not ready for this, or at least be like Greg Hardy when he started the MMA thing. Because I thought this was I thought this was gonna happen to Greg Hardy in the MMA like this. Somebody gonna knock this dude out, but he at least took some sucker fights and just made sure he looked good. Um, yeah, man, somebody told Nate wrong. You can't do that. You can't. You can't you take can. the wrong fight. You can't take Mm-mm. the wrong fight. He took I'll the wrong different. fight. Greg, Greg Hardy, a whole different monster than Nate, though. I, I, I'm going to speak on that one. He, he, he totally yeah. different. The, the doubts that I had about Nate, I, I, I never had about Greg Hardy. <laughs> he needed someone to release his anger. <laughs> and that's what, that's, what, that's what everybody think, you know, there's a difference between professionally fighting and then just fighting somebody in the streets. I mean, if you saw Nate, he was trying to scoop him up. He was trying to do all this other stuff. Like, nah, man, you got to throw them hands. And that's just something my guy didn't have, man. He just, he just couldn't have them hands. So was the fight between Roy Jones and Tyson a draw? Or like most people I, I follow on social media, they said Tyson won this thing outright since you guys paid the 50 bucks for it. Tyson oh, yeah, Tyson won. won. He was yeah, he was destroying Roy Jones' ribs, man. Hey, Roy Jones probably in the bath right now hurting. I mean, Mike Mike <laughs> Mike still got it, man. I wouldn't get in the ring yeah. with Mike. Mike still got it, man. Ain't no way, man. You couldn't pay me to get in there. Mike 
Mike was walking him down. The only the only thing that Roy had was a few jabs where he was kind of showboating a little bit, the little off balance jabs. But Mike, Mike warmed down the whole the whole time, and you could tell after the fight, Roy was like, "I don't know about fighting again. My body hurt. I still feel them things. He never he never lost his power." They say, "Roy, you gonna fight him again?" I don't know. I gotta go home and talk to my family. You know, make sure it's safe for me. And. uh <laughs> And then I, you know, you know, then maybe he he didn't want to say no, but he was like, "This ain't this ain't safe." <laughs> I gotta yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> he knew he got beat up. Exactly. He knew he lost. <laughs> oh man! All right, gentlemen. So we'll in tomorrow's episode we'll dive into the Cowboys Ravens game that was been postponed. It's supposed to be on Thursday. COVID issues with the Ravens who are supposed to play the Steelers tomorrow on NBC. So let's dive in that tomorrow, and hopefully we'll have a better understanding. Of, of of the COVID cases for the Ravens and, and this whole Cowboys game that's getting moved back and maybe this will help Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore and Bones Fossil come up and, and Mike Nolan come up with some better game plans as they try to save uh, the little bit less of their season. That's Barry Church, Danny McCray, two former Dallas Cowboys players. And oh, real quick, real, Cow- real quick, oh, yeah. fellas. Yes, sir. Real yes, quick, sir. man. Hey, I just want to let y'all know, man, we still got a chance. This thing ain't over yet. <laughs> we might have got embarrassed, Cut the but show. we still got a chance, man. Cut the right, show. He, he's embarrassing himself. He's embarrassing himself. Cut the show. He's a, you're embarrassing yourself, Church. You're embarrassing yourself. It's a Titanic. We got a chance. You're drowning. Baby. We got a chance, man. <laughs> church, church. That's what that's what Nate Robinson friends are telling Nate. You bounce back from this. Nate. It's not over, Nate. You can get up off the the mat. Keep hope alive, Come baby. Back. Keep hope alive, man. Keep Chris it alive, Beam, Chris man. Beam, take us off the air. I'm done. I am done. I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye. This has uh, been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!